Okay. This is something that I'm fixing to address that I feel like that we need to do better as a community with. And that right there, I'm about to just jump off the episode straight up like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really have too many announcements. You know what it is. You know it's Kids Room Podcast, man. We got another episode brought to you by Yo's Truly, man. But we got to jump on this situation that we got. And I feel like this is a big struggle that many people have. This is something that um, a lot of us don't know that we're truly doing. We're doing this involuntarily a lot of the times because of how we've been bred, the way that our societies, the way that human life is. uh, We tend to look at things and we tend to judge them. That's the big word is judge. We're judging people. um, We're judging lifestyles. we're We're judging morals. We're judging everything that we can see anything that we can get our hands on. But that's the thing though. All right. Don't don't get it twisted because judgment only comes from things that you can see in the tangible. The intangible you can't judge. Because in order for us to see the reality of things, we have to judge it and perceive it a certain way. So if we were never taught to not judge somebody by the way they look, but not judge somebody by the way their uh, the color of their skin, but not judge somebody by where they live or what kind of house they have or, um, you know, what kind of car they drive. We were not, not everyone was taught to do that. But it seems like now it's, it's bigger now than ever probably in our society in this time, in this generation, is that being judged is a way of life. But... How's being judged a way of life if we don't even know what we're going through for each other? Some of my closest friends, I don't know what they're going through. So their decision, their choices, we have to come with patience for one another. Understand that. Understand when, when you judge others, that makes it seem like now you're trying to belittle them because you might not feel secure about your own life. So somebody else that has a nice car... We can't believe that they just bought that nice car. It has to be rented. It has to be leased. Uh, Some people might say that it has to be stolen for whatever reason. Look, let me tell y'all something, bro. Most of the time when it comes to a movie, we only see the finished product. We only see the description of the movie. We only see what Rotten Tomato has to say about it. But there's plenty of movies I've seen that Rotten Tomatoes has rated below a 50. And I've seen that it might be 100% to me. But, you know, people have to have always something to say. People have to criticize somebody else because they feel like, you know, their life might not be going the way it's supposed to go. But that's okay, though. People might look at me and hate on me, uh, say I don't have the best setup, say I don't have this, say I don't have that. But, but for me, I look at what I do have. I look, at, I look at the things that I'm grateful for, that I'm thankful for. But, you know, th- this didn't come easy. This didn't come overnight. The only reason I even have this podcast is because I tore my Achilles running track. At first, I thought I was going to run track for a long time. I thought I was going to uh, go off after school and be healthy, clearly, and go get a job. But that wasn't, that wasn't the path that God chose for me. And maybe it was because he wanted me to stop doing what I was doing and get focused on something else. Maybe he wanted me to touch other people's lives. Maybe he wants me to do even something else. But me tearing my Achilles about two months before I graduated college taught me a valuable lesson, and that's not to judge anybody. 
It's not to judge people by the way they look. It's not to judge people by the way their status is, how much money they have, what they drive, or anything like that. Because I started to see things and perceive things differently. God blessed me with another identity of perception. God told me that even what we see, sometimes it takes a long time to produce it. Yeah, you got a car right now, but how long do you think that car took to make? Right? Yeah, nowadays we do have conveyor belts. We have people. We have technology to make it faster. But let me tell you something. First, that tire, the tires had to get put on. Then they had to paint the car. Then they had to get the individual doors. Then they had to put the engine in the car. They had to do all these different things in order for you to have what? A car. And what do you use a car for? To get to A to B. Point A to point B. But a lot of us don't realize that our journey might be from point A to C, back to A, then I'm going to go all the way to W, right where I'm about to end, and then I'm going to go right back to C. And I'm going to tell God, or people might see me and be like, wow, he was already there before. But they don't know that I just took a step back. That's the thing. The thing is, God speaks to us in so many different ways, and judgment isn't one of them. It's about perception. I read the Bible a lot now. I read it daily. And one of the main lessons that I'm getting of, as of right now, as of the past year or so, is that perception is everything. Adam and Eve had everything, but they wanted that one apple in order to feel like they were fulfilled. Even, it, it went, just, because, just because the devil, the snake said, eat this apple. So Eve ate the apple and told Adam to get into it, right? Okay, so you might think that something else isn't right. But then you listen to somebody else, one of your friends, one of your family members, and then you start to, to, to think that maybe it is okay. But let me tell you something. Your gut is right. The other people aren't. The outside world is not right. So just because you see that girl with a million followers and she got all these likes and she's the baddest and she might be in your DMs. You know what I'm saying? Some things just don't add up to me. Because just because you look a certain way and then when I see you in real life, it might not be that way. So just because someone might see me a certain way and then they go home to my house and let's say I have a $4 million house, I don't. But let's say I have a $4 million house, it's huge, but I drive a Toyota Camry. But people think I'm broke because I drive a Toyota Camry. That's the thing. People don't understand. Even most self-made millionaires, look it up. Most self-made millionaires do not drive the Bugatti. Do not drive the Lamborghini. Do not drive the McLaren. Do not drive the Corvette. They drive Toyota Camrys. They drive Fords. They drive normal cars, Nissans. And they wear Hanes. They wear jeans. They wear beat-up Skechers, beat-up New Balance, whatever, regular shoes, Puma. They don't have to have the newest Jordans. And for, my, and for my community, as a black community, I can say this because this is something that we struggle with every day. We have to have Nike. We have to have Jordan. We have to have all these name brand, name brand things. We have to have the bands. We have to have the biggest and the best things. But let me tell you something. Just because someone might live in a one-story house doesn't mean they have a million dollars in their investment. Just because someone has a beat-up car doesn't mean they don't work for a six-figure six figure company. The thing is, people learn to be patient in life. And when you learn to have that right perception, the right look about things, the right, the right walk and the right talk, you start to realize that perception is merely a figment of, of your imagination. And it's all about how you're being brought up. And it's all about what you truly believe in. For me, perception is I can see somebody on the street and they might look like they're struggling, but at one point they might have been the biggest and baddest person on this planet. 
in their community, in their neighborhood. But the thing is, things change over time. So just because you feel like somebody else has more than you doesn't mean they're going to have that. And I'm not wishing nothing bad on somebody else. But I'm just saying, for the person that feels like they're missing out on things, you're not. Because for everything, things come from real responsibilities. You want a family. You're going to have kids. That's less money that you can spend on yourself. You're going to spend more on your spouse, spend more on your family, spend more on your kids, spend more on the situation that you truly have. For the people that want to go D1, let me tell you something. There's people in D2 and D3 that I have seen that have just as much competition and just as much grit and just as much want for that gold medal, for any for that national championship, for that state championship, than anybody else. And those are the guys that I see daily Putting that work in. They're not worried about what he said or she said. Oh, yeah, you're not the best at this and that. And they see how you are. And, and, and they feel like you're inferior to them. But let me tell you something as a man. As a young man that's trying to be a grown man someday. That no matter what you do. No matter what you say. No matter how much effort you put in, your life will be your life. And whether you give up or whether you keep going, God's purpose will always prevail. So whoever feels like they have that dream and then they're saving their money, they're not worried about the status, they're ducked off, they're doing their thing. Let me tell you something right now, you're doing the right thing. Don't worry about what everybody else got to say and things like that. I'm about to be 24, like I said last episode. I'm about to be 24 real soon. So I can have everything at 24, but 10 years from now when I'm 34, if I have nothing, what's the point? You feel me? You understand what I'm saying. Understand that life is full of judgment. Life is full of people hating on you. Life is full of disappointments. But I promise you, it's all worthwhile. It's all put towards a point of, wow, God took me through a whole journey. God took me, I'm going to use a personal example. God put me through a whole year and a half, basically, of nothing but turmoil and self-frustration. Because I didn't understand why I had to tear my kids of all people why my career had to end. And not saying it really truly ended. Not saying I can't go back and run. Not saying any of that. But why is it that I had to go through what I went through? I remember that day. I was ready to run. I stretched. I warmed up. I felt fine. But it wasn't until things came without warning. Mind you, God puts things in your life without warning. Not to bring you off of the path, but to push you in that path even further. That now, you have no choice, but you can't work, you can't look back anymore. You must go forward. So sometimes the Holy Spirit just speaks to me and tells me, you know what? This had to happen to you for you to get to where you had to be. This had to happen to you for the people that I want you to touch. To get that encouragement. And to get that layout. Most of the time, people might not even believe in God or they have a little relationship with God and things like that. Even I'm working on it. But me 
sitting here and explaining to y'all my journey and what I've been through, I can only tell you that it was never easy, but I promise you it's all worth it. It was never easy to sit in my room and watch the TV all day and just play Call of Duty and enjoy life somewhat. Um, Waking up having dreams that my foot was still working. Waking up thinking that the people that I thought were my friends could still be my friends. Waking up thinking that people are actually thinking about me when they're not. The Holy Spirit, God bless me with the with a message to share to y'all. And that message is only to say that you have purpose and you are something in life. And that nothing should ever, and I mean ever, stop you from being what you want to be in life. Now that's not about, might not be what you're supposed to be. But you got to start somewhere, guys. You got to start somewhere and stop looking around thinking that everybody else is going to care when they don't. Nobody cares about what you're going through and nobody cares who you truly are. They only care if you produce what you're supposed to produce. If you're an executive chef at a a restaurant, no customers care about how your life is going. They only care if the food is good. If you're an actor, no one cares if your movies are good. No one cares how your life is going. They only care if your movies are good, I mean. No one cares about a lot of things. They only want to see what they might, what they might probably don't have. Whenever they truly do have it. If you feel like you can sing, if you feel like you're doing music, maybe it might not be like Taylor Swift. It might not be like Michael Jackson. It might not be, if you want to be a rapper, it might not be like Jay-Z. It might not be like Eminem. It might not be like Lil Baby. But it's going to be you, though. That's my thing, guys. Stop thinking that your identity lies within somebody else because God got a whole new thing for you. God got a whole new trend for you. God got a, got a whole new situation for you. But you have to sit there and realize that it is for you. And when you step into that purpose, when you step into that life, let me tell you something. You're not going to feel unfrustrated until you get there. You will be frustrated, you will be sad, you will be misunderstood until you get to where you were supposed to be. Because God showed you that vision, he didn't show nobody else. And that's for a reason. All I got to say is at the end of the day, man, you keep living and you keep thriving for things. Keep asking God to lead me. Lead you, man. Lead me. I have to ask God to lead me. Who do you want to hear this message? Whether it's one or whether it's a thousand. Whether it's one or whether it's a million. Who am I supposed to hear this message? And who am I supposed to invite on my show to hear that message? Because without somebody, other people, I'm nothing. Without God, I'm nothing. Without the people that listen to this, I'm nothing. Guys, listen. Not saying I'm nothing as a person, but I'm following a dream that God put into my heart, into my mind, that happened within freshman year of college. Probably before that, I knew that people were different. I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to thrive. 
But look where I'm at now, and all I can do is thank God that I've been touched across the world in some countries. 28 to be exact. 28 countries, dog. I'm here. And I never would have thought a day in my life would I be here. But it wasn't until I turned my focus from judging others and started worrying about myself. Because I understood now more than ever what Jesus meant when he was on that cross, when he said, God, forgive them for they do not know what they do. So you know what? Judge me. Misplace me in your life. Put me below where I'm supposed to be at because you think I am supposed to be somewhere else. You think I'm a failure. You think I'm doing things I'm not supposed to be doing, but you don't even know my story and people don't know yours. So let me tell y'all something, man. Not everybody's made for fame and fortune, but everybody is made to be a follower of Christ and to be more than what people of this earth are telling you. That's all I got to say, man. Y'all be blessed. I love y'all. I cherish y'all each and every day, man. Check this episode out and be encouraged that there's more in life for you than you think. Y'all be blessed, man.